0: Welcome everybody to episode two. Thank you so much for returning. I guess we didn't scare some of you away, or at least you didn't fall asleep while driving, listening to our first episode. Not Um, yet. Yeah, we are, uh, for lack of a better name, the Vickering Brothers.
1: The best name, by the way.
0: Yeah, we'll see if we keep that. Um, So we have a really special episode for you today. We have our first guest. Um, He is, we actually, listen to this, our Second episode, and we already have an Academy Award winner, all right? So uh, everybody, eat your heart out there in podcast land. But before we get to that, I'd like to introduce my cohort, my
1: compadre, Michael Santoro. How's it going, Mike? How you been? What is going on, everybody? Uh, Glad to be back. Uh, We're going to turn the volume up on this one, I'm pretty sure. We appreciate all you guys on round two, and more so, uh, the feedback was really good. So we're going to give you what you want. And as John mentioned, we do have a high-profile guest. I mean, we've known him for a long time. We'll get into it, but, you know, let's just go with it. Go ahead, John. I'll let you run with it. Introduce him. Welcome back, everybody. No problem. Welcome back. But before we get started, I got a massive bone to pick with Mike.
0: Um, Oh, boy. Here we go. He has got to be the worst podcast partner I've ever had in my whole fucking life. All right. So first of all, he is the most inflexible person. Uh, I'll get into the story. But he has constantly for the past month been berating me and accusing me of not getting the podcast going. All right. So first of all, he's done nothing. I found the app to get this going. Thank you, Anchor. Well, let me just stop you there. Before you continue, I'm going to cut you off.
1: I'm going to cut you off because the reality of it is I motivated you to get this started by being in your ear. The reality of things in life is that you are a dream crusher and you you like to say a lot of things and then never do anything in general. So I'm really proud that we've gotten this far. Uh, and the fact they're taking it this serious, uh, I don't know how to handle it. So I guess maybe that's where, you know, I'm a little bit of a, a shock because you actually came through on something.
0: Well, you listen, you asshole. All right.
1: So we finally get a guest here. He's very busy, man.
0: We he get him lined busy, up for a okay. time. We get him lined up for a time. I offer the time to Mike and he says, yes, sure. Then the day before I remind. He him asked him. me, so he out. asked he me,
1: you're leaving out major details to the story here, man. This is the problem. You asked me on Labor Day weekend. I was probably six, seven beers deep, which you know what what one beer can do to me, as we talked about in the last episode, Mr. Your Bush Light. And it was 11 o'clock at night, and I'm out in the woods, and you texted me a time. I wasn't really looking at my phone. You're lucky I even had it on me, and I I agreed. So you basically said just – it was ridiculous timing.
0: You're the worst podcast host. You're so inflexible, I can't stand it. But anyway – what I'd like to do now is introduce our first guest. He is the Academy Award winning screenwriter, Dave Rabinowitz. How's it going, Dave? How are you doing out there?
2: I'm doing fine. How are you?
0: Doing great, man. Um, so you're in LA still right now, I'm guessing?
2: Yep, in LA, and the state is on fire, and uh, it's very warm out.
0: Yeah, I was just looking at the images. I mean, it is like, it looks like doomsday. It's horrible.
1: Speaking of doomsday, Dave, you at the moment on camera. I, I had, when was the last time you took a shower? Just looking at the doomsday situation. Hey, it's quarantine. I'm allowed to.
2: <laughs> where am I going to be going?
1: I, look, I'm. Con- I, I love you
2: as a friend. I'm just uh, looking at you on the camera. I'm concerned for your health. Yeah. You know what? You you guys told me this is going to be audio only, and the last second you're like, "Let's do a Google Hangout,"
0: <laughs> and I'm not going to. I agree with know. that. I, would, that, I do agree with that. I, and, I have to uh, say, I, I have to
2: say, pretty unprofessional. Yeah, well, it's our second episode, so bear with us. Get your, uh, your totally, act together. It's only about, to about to get worse. only about to get worse. And by the way, for the record, I am shocked that you guys started a podcast.
1: <laughs> I agree. I, that was what I am saying. John never falls through on anything. I was equally as shocked.
2: But it's, okay, it's more than that, because I have to explain something. I guess something that, because I'm in kind of a bubble. I'm in L.A., I'm a screenwriter. I'm like kind of part of like the comedy community out here. Like Russian everyone spy, I know Russian spy. Russian spy, right? <laughs> but, you know, that's that's that, that's that's a different story. A different uh a yeah. different podcast. Uh but like everybody I know out here has a podcast, right? That's a very normal thing somebody in the comedy community, people who are connected to like creative communities and writing and stuff. That's very normal. You guys are are not in LA.
0: <laughs>
2: nope. You guys are So I'm I'm just kind of shocked out of everybody that I know. I'm the most shocked. It's and it's not a I'm not dinging you for it. In fact, I'm glad you guys are doing it. I was just very shocked that you guys actually did it.
1: Basically what I took from that John was it was a backhanded comment saying you guys aren't yeah. creative. I'm shocked that yeah. you guys are doing this and actually coming through um something thanks Dave appreciate you it. you know what <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're allowed to take it any way you want I'm not saying you guys aren't creative obviously you are you're just not in in you know in this community
1: yeah that yeah, does it uh, so only people right. in we, we live in do the do
2: suburbs that. of New
0: Jersey that's 100% right, right. we right. live in the
1: suburbs
0: and we don't know
1: them but we know you so that's why you're in our second guest. <laughs> all right yeah let's enough. keep the track going keep the fans uh for their time sake here let's uh thank you so, thank yeah, you for the um, backhanded comment fine. Dave yeah, no problem, man. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so I guess just a little backstory for everyone listening that doesn't know Dave and us. Uh, we all grew up together in East Brunswick, and uh, we met Dave probably in – I think we all kind of knew who Dave was probably since, like, middle school, but really didn't get close to high school. Is that, would you say that?
2: Yeah, I'd say that's about right. I'd say it's about perfect. right. I'm pretty sure I met Dave probably late, late high school, maybe even college. No, no, no. Uh, we definitely met, we knew each other in high school. We weren't friends in high school, but no, we no, knew you, each
1: other. You knew me in high school, but I was like, I'm not really sure if I should be friends with that guy. Yeah, I
2: yeah. know. <laughs> that, look, look at this. It's I, well
0: established that, it's well established that Mike isn't was, is, and always will be a piece of shit. And he probably thought he was too Uh, cool. He was too cool. Uh, He was was absolutely
1: too cool.
2: No, I get it. Ah,
1: I was friends with everybody in high school. I probably wanted to be your friend. I just, you know, we graduated with a large group. All right. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, uh, Dave, obviously, uh, in his
0: 20s, moved out to L.A. and started writing with our other good friend, Charlie Wachtel. And, um... Really? I mean, they hit a grand slam on the first uh, real theme they ever did, right? I mean, I don't want to spend the whole podcast on this because I know you're probably sick and tired of hearing about it, but for anybody that doesn't know, just really quick, in a couple words, describe how Black Klansman, the movie you guys won, the best screenwriting uh, Oscar, uh, best adapted screenplay, rather, uh, Oscar for. Just really quick, how did it happen?
2: I'll give you the most uh, concise version. I feel like I've been able to really like really narrow it down uh charlie and i started writing together after i moved out to la in july of 2015 Char- charlie credit where credit's due found this memoir written by ron stalworth about his time in the 70s in the caro springs police department this investigation he had di- he had done we thought this could be a movie we reached out to ron We talked to him. Ron gave us permission to adapt it into a script. We never got the rights. It was just sort of a handshake agreement. And while we were writing this script with Ron's uh, involvement, uh, Charlie reached out to a producer that he knew because he had been an assistant in the industry. The producer asked us to pitch it to him and his partner. We did. They were interested in reading it. We finished the script. They read the script and they gave it to somebody they were working with. They were working on this thing called Get Out with jordan peele this remember again this is 2015 jordan peele yeah. read it he became a producer it was going to be his next project and then get out was released it became the sleeper hit of 2017 he, overnight he go he becomes basically the most sought after filmmaker in hollywood and we were his next project and jordan was able to pass the script to spike lee and spike made the movie
0: yeah that's awesome
2: so the next big question that no big deal no it's, yeah, it's not a no right, big whatever. deal
0: yeah. The next question <laughs> that people Spike usually Lee ask me, made
1: the movie yeah. that I wrote.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's exactly the perfect point I was going to say to you, Mike. The next question that Dave usually gets is, what is it like working with Spike Lee? Well, we're not going to ask that, okay? Um,
1: I'm sure so. All right.
0: You know, it was great, but I feel like you've covered that in
1: plenty of other places. Yeah, well, I want so to was... jump in real quick before you answer No, yeah, question? sure. Go ahead. So now that you guys know this guy is an Oscar award winner, all right? Just this is typical, John. Okay, John has treated Dave as if he is like this high-profile. Created a pretend green room via a text message chat. Like, make sure this kid had champagne. You know, he was literally like babying him. I'm like, guy. I'm like, John. This is it's Dave. All right. So just like we know him, we we've known him for a really long time. He hasn't changed to his like to his credit one bit since he's made it big. He's literally the same person than he was if you're looking at him i could tell you he hasn't changed one bit (laughs) but like john has literally treated this dave like you are the most valuable person that he knows in his entire life and look i I love you with all my heart but you're dave and so i appreciate your flexibility here and understanding john's neurotic craziness
2: where's my champagne (laughs) yeah
1: it was mailed to you we mailed it to you
2: really because, all right i'll be expecting well, you know, that. On mike,
1: fire on you fire. know mike you know what it really
0: is what dave? it is that uh i actually had the honor of going with dave that's as his guest to the BAFTAs and uh, got treated like gold so i just wanted to return the favor oh so, well, you're so cool man. um
1: maybe i should have been nice to him in high school tracking, i would have got invited yeah <laughs> actually yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> that's actually <Probably>. true yeah
0: <laughs> that's really funny
2: uh, i, I so, well, i'll i'll yeah. say, i'll say one thing so Charlie and I, there's this thing in Hollywood called general meetings, uh, if people don't know, where once you, you know, become a, start becoming a professional writer, you get sent on these meetings, right? You meet like, with production companies and producers and executives and studios and stuff. And these are just kind of, they're general, right? They're not necessarily about a specific project. They just want to meet you and just kind of feel out what you're interested in. And they'll always ask you what your story is. And so of course we have our normal thing where we talk about how, you know, we were friends, we were in the same, uh, you know, group in, in, in high school, friend group in high school. And we always mention this thing of when we were in high school, the first movies we made together were these videos that were really for school assignments. And we basically, you know, we got our, got together with our friends and we made these videos. We learned about like shooting stuff and editing stuff. And, uh, we don't go any more specific than that, and I always – and now that I'm talking to you guys, I think if they actually saw any of these videos, I don't know <laughs> if they'd want to be working with me because one of the most classic videos that we made in high school was with you two.
1: It's true. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, let me let me just stop you there because that is – I can't believe you set it up beautifully. My first question for you personally, okay? Yeah. You have made many movies through time in your early career, right? You're probably going into it, right? Do you think we can make the movie Ike Club, which we can get to you fans on YouTube? All right, it's a classic hit. Do you think it is Oscar award winning?
2: Uh, well, you know it could be. I mean, it's it's ripe for adaptation into feature length. I mean, how long was it, like? eight I think minutes it was long. about 10 Attendance. actually it might have been ten how about, how about the other
1: side of it is if you brought that in for a pitch would you no longer be attending general meetings in hollywood
2: you got it <laughs> yeah. people would start talking about it it would it would not be great uh, by the way this was for an assignment you guys were in a class together right humanities. i was not in- humanities yes this is senior year of high school i was not involved in this class at all no nope. uh John and me, we wrote the script together, right? Or no, we worked out the story, you wrote the script, and then you two starred in it, and I shot it and edited it, and we all yeah. kind of made it together. Um, and it was a big hit, right, when it came yeah. out? Yeah.
0: I can't imagine, when I think back on all the movies that we made <laughs> in high school, they were so tone-deaf racist at times, I mean, sexist. They were literally everything. We should get those movies together and burn them, because if they ever got
2: out... All of our careers are over. Well, we like, were I really we fun about the other We way. were dumb high school kids, you know.
1: Well, on you that, know, on that same thing, age. I don't even know
2: if that matters
1: anymore, man. I have most of these saved for when I need them. So if you don't want to invite me to the next BAFTA, Dave, you know, I've got iClub on on standby.
2: Ah, okay, blackmail. I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understand what's I happening. I would never. I would never. I've asked you for it a couple
1: times. I can't get my hands on it. You've had you have it held behind lock and key.
2: I don't mind. I actually don't know where it is. I'll be honest.
0: That's a, uh, yeah, I believe
1: that. Um, so,
0: yeah. what I'd like to do is fast forward. Like I said, we went to the Baftas. You guys won. You were not expecting it. I was there. I know there was you. Re- we really didn't think about it. And I mean, we were trying to geek by the way we were sitting. Remember, we were like, oh, we're too far
2: in. There's no way. Right, have like they know. And by right. the way, what you should explain: the Baftas are the British Academy Awards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. when Thank we you. were nominated, we were flown to London to attend not only the awards ceremony, uh, but uh, different events like parties throughout the weekend, uh, yes. which it was a lot of fun.
0: It was wild. Um, it was crazy. And I think one of the highlights of the night was using up all like, the money that uh, was given to us for room service every night. <laughs> oh yeah, we had to <laughs> I think, like- I think yeah. that was, yeah. We're like partying with uh, all these celebrities and like all unlimited best, the best alcohol and food. And we're like, let's go back to the room and get French fries <laughs> with, the, with the money he allowed it to do us. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you
2: got it, right?
0: <laughs> Which we went over, by the way. But, uh, you know, that's another story for another day. So what I want to do is fast forward, Dave, to the Oscars. You're sitting um, next to your mother, right? Yep. And Charlie was kind of to the side of you, or was he right in front? of you?
2: He was to my left he was sitting. Jordan, yeah.
0: yeah, and Jordan Peele was like flanking him, right in front of him. Right? He was
2: right in front of us. yeah, him, yeah, right. All, all right. right. So again, vivid memory. You don't
0: have to, yeah. You don't have to make it, you know, too long. But we we want you. We never. No one's gonna get the experience. This is this is. You're you're part of a very exclusive club, all right. So Samuel L. Jackson opens up the envelope, and the winner is Black Plansman.
2: You you hear um, your here. name, your movie being called. Right, right. Well, so first of all, I I would say I wasn't that nervous throughout the whole night. We were pretty late. the Our award was pretty late, and so I wasn't that nervous. Yeah. But the Oscars have it really well organized in that during commercial breaks is the only time you can you know leave or, or come back. And when you leave, they have those you know those seat fillers who come in, you know, because it's better for television production. And so, but the at all of the previous we had been to like three other. Award ceremonies, and they in those they never told us when our award was coming, Uh, Mm. which wasn't great for someone like me who, like, I have this small bladder, I have to pee all the time. So, like, I I had to know when I could go, I didn't want to miss my award. The Oscars they have it worked out in that right before somebody comes over and she's like, Hey, I just want to make sure you're all sitting there. And me, Charlie, and Kevin Wilmot, who is our other co writer, as well as, of course, Spike Lee. And we were all there, and so that's when I started to get really nervous because it's like, you know, the next segment it's coming.
1: And Could you imagine if you were in the bathroom, how mad Charlie would be <laughs> if you got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're actually going to get a whiskey. You're actually at the bar. Yeah, so right, like, yeah. right,
2: right. I have to run up on stage with my uh, with my whiskey. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Well, so uh, so they go. They actually they do original screenplay first, and then they're. Then it's our category, and I remember just—you know how you feel when you get like super, super, super nervous, like your chest tightens up and you have sure, like trouble. Yeah. Like uh, that was it. It was very cute. I remember specifically looking at the screen as they were reading off all the uh, the the um, the other uh, nominees. Him saying, so he opens the envelope, and his reaction—it's it, very clear. He wouldn't have this reaction for anyone else besides Spike, you know. And actually, it was Charlie's. Name that he read first, I think, because it was like that's the order that it was in. Yeah. Um, I just I remember standing. I act, I honestly don't remember all that much between him saying our names, me standing, and like me being on stage. Like I I think I might have blacked out a little bit.
0: <laughs> and I then, bet you did. I remember you being stiff as shit. Yeah, uh, very stiff. But, but I mean, I, no offense. I, I probably would have been like like. I mean, yeah.
2: Uh, listen, I'm not used to being on television in front of millions of people you know Uh, there's no for me at least there's no easy way for for me to be up there you're used Uh, to being
1: a recluse hiding in the in the depths of
2: your basement writing movies right that's where i'm comfortable not on stage in a tuxedo (laughs) standing behind i remember i i at first i stood kind of behind spike i was People ask, like, oh, didn't you want to speak? No, I didn't want to speak. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I didn't want that responsibility. Well, I got Spike, to do the Spike stole thing the to show. W- Spike stole the show. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, everybody was waiting for him to win. Everybody wanted to hear what he had to say.
0: Yeah.
2: And, we, that, is okay. and that, by the way, you always see it when there's, like, three people who won and they all want to talk and it's so awkward. I don't want that. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it First clean. And all, you don't want to be the
1: music guy. They get the music.
2: There's they get the music. Yeah. than you know,
0: hi everybody, I just want to thank my
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they
2: that's cut the mic mean, off. <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's so that's awkward. Worse. Let's just stand there. <laughs> Listen, if it was just two of us, if it was just like me and Spike, then that's a different story. But there were four of us, plus Ron, who came up, came up on stage with us. You know, there were a bunch of us on stage, so I didn't. That was that was all good, and then I I had the interaction with Brie Larson after which I've told this story a million times. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we know. It. She asked okay. for
0: a shot. What, we want to, what I want to know about is, okay, so you went back into the secret bar area, right? Right, right. Batman's there, Michael Keaton. Right. I think you said Michael B. Jordan was there. Yep. All right. What was going on, man? Were people getting drunk? Was it
1: lame? Was it a good time? No, you know what? Was it, what it was a lines of, of cocaine was... lined up for everybody.
0: What was yeah, the you... back room Oscars bar like? Come on. You, let, let us know.
2: No, I mean, I know you want something like all oh, like, you know, juicy. juicy, but no, it was I feel like it's a type of thing where these people, they all kind of know each other, but they don't get to see each other a lot. So it's like them just sort of having fun and just sort of drinking with like their friends or sort of like, you know, industry colleagues. Yeah. yeah.
1: Dave would have preferred to walk out to the lobby and grab a drink.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what'd you say, Mike? I, I can't hear you that well.
1: Probably would have preferred to just walk out to the lobby and grab a drink. Yeah, well, we had drinks
2: there. I mean, yeah, no, no, it was, it, was, it was fun, but at a certain point, we're like, we should probably go back in and watch oh, the Oh, yeah, of the because show. they're
0: like, who are these guys? You know, like. Uh, <laughs> you know what?
2: No one was like that. Everybody yeah, was I, wear cool. a name tag. I just want an Oscar. Everybody was cool. I think because we were holding the Oscars, uh, everybody was like, "Okay, we get it. We know why." Oh, but you
0: guys went for, uh, you know, best uh, animated short. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, the uh, the loser
2: awards bar is that
0: way, guys. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, also, no, can that's... we see some credentials? And you're yeah, like, "Here's yeah. my Oscar."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so that's awesome. So you know, obviously, when you won this award, did your life? I know, I know, people ask you this all the time, but seriously, did your life change at all?
2: um uh, my life changed in that i heard from everybody i've ever known yeah congratulating yeah. me yeah. people coming out of the woodworks yeah not a bad thing i mean i'm but... your friend now that's
1: really the truth i mean i like you more yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> people out of the
0: woodworks Dave won. what i've ever seen on facebook i'm not gonna name names but like people from high school i was like he didn't say one word to you. You know, go to hell. You know,
1: now it's, I always knew. I didn't mean you always knew. I mean, I turned, know? To, I turned to my wife and said, look who's on stage. That's the guy you were, you know, having beers with, sitting Indian style up at Big Bear uh, a couple of years ago. And she was like, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, just. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. It's, oh, that was him.
0: Okay. What did he win for? Best animated short? Not to think anything I from <laughs> Best Animated Short. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that you're being really, you're being
2: really <laughs> insulting to the people who.
0: Yeah. yeah get sued by that by like, the uh the animated short uh, guild of uh america um so like you know it, so it really you're saying it really didn't change your professional life at all
2: well it, I no mean, it, it did but i'd say the bigger change was when the movie came out that's right. when yeah. that's when and uh, you know and it was doing like pretty well like it didn't like light up the box office but compared to its budget it did well like business-wise yeah and mm-hmm. it was getting pretty yeah. good reviews yeah. this is so, all aftermath yeah. you're talking about now yeah yeah, pretty much. And then yeah, the award stuff was all was all cool and, and and fun and everything, but like it was really about the movie coming out. Like that's the true yeah. currency of a screenwriter is getting a movie made and that movie doing well. Yeah, watching you your skip, idea, like, so watching steps.
1: watching your script actually get turned into something. Exactly. So, and and, and yeah. something that, that does well. You and I have had yeah, this totally. conversation before over um, you know, some beers and some probably, you know, some medical cannabis. We'll say right, uh, but like the writer never gets credit. Like the person whoever wrote, and I apologize, I don't know, but like the movie Inception, right, is a dream within a dream within dream. Like that, no one, like whoever thought that up, is insane.
2: Well, that, that was got, Christopher Nolan. Uh,
1: yeah, Christopher Nolan. he's so, a writer yeah, director. He gets a lot of
2: credit. He gets a lot of credit. He gets that. yeah, because he directs. But no, to, horrible, to, horrible, horrible, horrible. To, to your point. To your point. You're exactly <laughs> right. Like, how many. Uh, Steven Spielberg is a household name, as he should be. Jurassic Park is a great movie, right? How many people – who wrote Jurassic Park? Oh, well, you
1: set that one up, Steven Spielberg.
2: No, no, he didn't. No, uh, but he hasn't written <laughs> it. Oh, I got no
0: idea. I actually know
1: who did the – uh, I know who the DP on Jurassic Park was. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, but to, his, to my point here, you don't know who wrote that amazing movie, and I still no. play the Jurassic Park music actually, for any wasn't it major event
2: in my life. No, okay. Well, well, Crichton obviously wrote the novel, then he wrote a script based on his novel. But uh, what who's really responsible is the is David Kep, who's I uh, thought you were going to say you. I actually wrote it when I was old. Point
0: across Dave as the uh, 30 people that are listening to this. (laughs) Who's David Kep? Um, (laughs) Dave
1: wrote Jurassic Park, he actually wrote
2: it,
0: yeah, yeah. So let's not say that allegedly, wrote so we don't get in trouble. Um, Uh, allegedly. So, what about your personal life, man? I mean, seriously, like. Did your sex life get better? I mean, were women like knocking people that like you never thought were they like coming after you? Like, I know we won an Oscar. Like, I want to be in your next movie. You know,
2: how did that go? Oh wow. Well, surprisingly, <laughs> oh, wow, <he> <laughs> no, not not really. Uh, you know, the there are times when I'm like get invited to these like screenwriting conferences. And that's, uh, that's really fun, but that can be like really, uh, really difficult for me, uh, because you're in this place with a lot of people who are aspiring screenwriters and suddenly you're almost like a, you almost kind of know what being a celebrity is like
1: Mm -hmm. for
2: like two days. And because like, everybody knows who you are in, in, in this place and, you know, and that's led to some, uh uh interesting uh situations but no like in such general...
1: as provide an example <laughs> no
2: nah, i'm not no not going there <laughs> oh man nope, you're not getting me oh, no. uh... nope. sorry but like i don't know like all right watch um i just uh just rewatched adaptation right okay. with nicholas cage like watch that yeah. uh okay you're just gonna leave it there <laughs> screenwriting i'd say screenwriting is not like the sexiest profession you know if yeah. hollywood is high school the screenwriters are like you know they're like the chess club you know <laughs> you know, could be really good <laughs> that's good i like be really good at the chess club in high school but it doesn't mean it's not going to increase your social standing all that much
0: okay hey you know what i thought that was really great so you're telling a good me example. after you did yeah so you're telling me like after you did the uh, EBTV interview, I just watched uh, a couple of minutes ago. By the way, my God, Mike, if you want to watch something, then gag. He's like, they introduce him, and he's like all like perky and smirking, like, "Yeah, it's me, holding the Oscar." And then uh, the gentleman who's doing the interview is like, "I gotta ask, what's it like to win an Oscar?" And like, Dave has this little whiny snicker, like, <laughs> <laughs> "Well." Wow. I better, I
1: better... Well, this is that you are you guessing you... you come on and you watch a video yeah. of me and then
2: you just insult me. I get it.
1: Listen, we've <laughs> all it. been we've <laughs> all been on EBTV, all right. yeah I personally starred on, if you recall John, Mem TV. I was yep. the anchor, right? What was yep. your what was your role in that by the way? Or did you even have one? No, I have no idea. You probably I,
0: I think I I was like too wild as a kid and I think I like <laughs> just like they had this thing where I like walked out at the very beginning and like literally built the word mem like with like <laughs> other children that were holding the letters i was the, ma- and, I was the like, main we, like, anchor. thumbs up and
1: that was it yeah oh, so yeah we've been we've um, all been on public television yeah
0: yeah, yeah you know and uh, you know the uh
1: my social life was totally killing after the EVTV tv premiere my uh my things so i just
2: thought maybe you answer,
1: to answer your question Dave, yes this is how we treat all guests we've had on the show you're the only one so, yeah okay yep, right i'm setting
2: it. the template by the way mike what, what is going on with your audio honest like is it it's not just me right he's like very low uh, I think it's just you. It's my. It might just be me. All right. Good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can hear him totally fine. Just to okay. be honest, as long but... as
2: that—that's the the recording is is picking up. I'm just having some trouble yeah. hearing him.
0: Yeah. Compared that's to okay. You. Um. So, Dave, I gotta tell you really quick. Uh, I want to get to the second part of this. That's yeah. Really fun, but I I searched you today because that... I just wanted to see, you know, because like I know you, and I wanted to see like what. The Search internet me is like
2: you. like Googled me.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. So, you know. First thing I noticed was under your credentials, uh, it says that you wrote a book called "Isolated Human Growth Hormone Deficiency and Related Disorders." <laughs> and that this is linked to you. And when you click on it, it says that you wrote this book. This is how much of a fucking stud this guy is. He wrote this book thirteen years before he was born. Yep. But I shit you not. David Rabinowitz. It's listed Wait, as you're the author where? and you are linked to it. Where? So it's literally, if, if, if you were if to you Google, just Google your name, yeah. man, it's right under Black Klansmen.
1: Let, let me take you through you Google. Right, here, Dave. I'm going to Google my name. Google your name. There's your image in the top right. And below it, it says all your credentials. And about four or five down, <laughs> it says you wrote this book. Yeah, I mean it does. Oh it my God! Like, you yeah, you're right. Book. You're right. And if you click on it, like you're
0: linked to it. Like I, I went back and forth. I was like, maybe there's a typo <laughs> here. No. So you stole your credentials from this other David Rubinowitz. Oh, like that's why me. I've
1: been getting those phone calls about this yeah. stuff. <laughs> I ha- I also noticed though. I got to tell you, there are a
0: lot of David Rabinowitz out there. Yes. Did you Did you realize this ever? Oh, I, no, there and, was
2: a David Rubinowitz in our hometown. Another one. Was there? Yeah, yeah. It's a common. Oh. It's a, it's a pretty oh. common last name and obviously very Well, let me common. tell you, they are all, everyone's pretty successful.
1: I mean, there's a lot of lawyers
0: and uh, doctors. Well, it's it's and Rabinowitz.
1: The last name is yeah, Rabinowitz. It
0: was, uh, it, it, was, it was really impressive. So I took it upon myself. I wanted to find out if you were, in fact, the coolest Rabinowitz. Okay. So I I personally narrowed it down a lot okay. to you and another gentleman. Uh, so, Mike, I want you... I'm going to say some stuff. Okay. And I want you to say who you think the cooler ribbon is. All with. right. So,
1: no bias. Dave, I, you know, I'll I'm be honest. Go,
0: yeah. We're going by search alone. So, when you search Dave, okay, he uh, has an IMDb and obviously a fraudulent, he made this up to like sound, I guess, like, you know, smarter than he is, uh, little bio here where he fraudulently claims he wrote this book. <laughs> then we go down and I hope this gentleman doesn't sue us, but we're not saying anything bad. His name is David L. Rabinowitz. Now, David L. Rabinowitz has his own Wikipedia. Dave, on the other hand, if you click on his name on Wikipedia, it just goes straight to the Black Clans. I think I mentioned him. Oh, yeah, I I think he, like, saw this script once or something. So by reading this, you wouldn't feel like David Rabinowitz, the screenwriter, is as cool, but I don't want to influence you. So David L. Rabinowitz went to Yale. Mm-hmm. Dave Rabinowitz went to Kinopinek University. Okay. Um, Dave Rabinowitz is obviously an Oscar-winning writer. Dave L. Rabinowitz co-discovered uh, an entire solar system of dwarf planets. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, let's see what else here. Uh, you know, he I mean, if you just look at this, there's a separate category on his Wikipedia for discoveries by David L. Rabinitz. Okay. Um, just from that <laughs> alone,
1: man, uh, man, you're giving who it do you
0: t- think the better yeah. Dave is? <laughs>
1: compared to David L. Rabinowitz. I mean, that's a tough question. Oscar award winning in pop culture is a big deal, but also in the science, which, you know, according to our current president doesn't really matter. I would say, uh, you know, that would hold bill of value. However, Discovering an entire dwarf solar system is pretty, pretty damn awesome, I would say, in this comparison, compared to a yeah. Oscar. It's out of this world, I would say. Now, now, Dave, I will tell you this,
0: even though I might have to give it to David L. Rubinowitz, you are way younger and you do have a chance to overtake
1: him in the David Rubinowitz popularity contest
0: as your life progresses. Well, let well, me yeah, ask you a, a theory question. on
1: this. Well, I have a theory on this, Dave. It's such what? a common name. For those who don't know, I have a very powerful theory, which I'm getting closer to closing in on, that Dave works for a foreign government spy and has been here for several years. Now, it seems as he has maybe done his research and got a very common name to cover up maybe his trails, because maybe this David L. Rabinowitz is connected to his dad or some type of legacy in the Rabinowitz family. I don't know, but all I'm going to say is it, it's adding up, Dave, and I'm getting more and more worried about you.
2: Can neither, can neither confirm or, nor deny
1: that.
0: All right, everybody. So listen, um, we just had some fun talking to Dave. I hope you understand. Wait, but, hold, hold on. Wait,
2: but before we end that, I'm just curious. When yeah. you Googled my name, who popped up first? You, you did. Ah!
1: Yeah, because you're more recent. Yeah, you are way more recent. Thank you very time- much. Yeah. Let's move on. When was the last <laughs> time you Googled who discovered a dwarf? yeah Solar System. anyways uh mike listen so uh you lost that one sorry
0: dave, dave won that debate that was really good so listen um we're gonna take a quick break here and when we come back tables are turned Dave is gonna ask the bickering bros some questions okay welcome back everybody to bickering brothers once again we're here with Dave Rabinowitz, the, I think we all decided the coolest Dave Rabinowitz out out there right now, Oscar winner. And Dave, I'm going to give you the floor here because you are going to be asking us some questions. Take it away.
2: All right. So I came up with some questions and then I listened to your first episode and I have to say (laughs) a couple of the questions overlapped. So I think I'm in the right direction.
1: Can I ask you, can you explain what your view is about our relationship between John and I, I just want to hear, you know, quick little one second, what you, what you could tell the fans what you think of our relationship.
2: Um, what I think of your relationship, uh, it kind of, it, it goes back to me being shocked <clears throat> that you made a podcast together. Cause I cannot imagine you, uh, even deciding where to eat for lunch without it being a huge argument. <laughs> That's
1: fair. Yeah, no, you're 100% right, man. We'd probably go to Chipotle, though.
2: Yep.
0: But you All right. agree. So <laughs> we uh Yeah, we don't have any music here or anything, but
2: take it away. All right. I'm going to give you a bunch of hypotheticals. Oh, boy. And you're going to have to tell me what happens. God. All yeah. right. You too. Uh, create a band together, it's a to duo. Like, maybe when you go on tour, you have like a backing band, but like the core of it is you two, you both okay. share songwriting duties. Okay. okay, What type of music is it, and what is the name of your debut album?
0: Okay, um, wow. Well,
2: right. I, I already,
0: you know, I, uh, for a little while thought I could become a DJ, so I think we might be like a DJ duo, but. Mike would probably only be in it for money and (laughs) trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, promote us. We saw a DJ duo called Data Life one time, and they split up, and one of them was doing an American tour, and another one was doing a European tour, and Mike was like, that's it! We're becoming a DJ duo! I thought it was a genius idea.
1: I thought it was a genius idea. All right, so you've already discussed this. (laughs) Yes. This is like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, because well, they were well, they were doubling on their profits. Like these these guys, yeah. one guy was playing in Vegas, while the other guy was playing in Europe, and they're both getting paid yeah. the same amount of money. I mean, he's genius.
0: Yeah, he and
1: really was. and it's it's not to take away from you know a DJ, but it's all really pre-recorded stuff. Very rarely are they live mixing on stage. Okay, I would be the head man. John would be the guy in the background.
0: Uh, yeah. So the way this would really go is Mike <laughs> would. It would go just like this podcast is. He would uh, you know, insult me publicly and tell me, like, we're never going to make another song. You're so horrible at this. But I would produce the song.
1: I would make that's it. That's not true. I None of that is true, name.
0: first off. Okay. Oh, my God, dude. That's exactly is
1: You'd be drunk on stage. I'd have to end up taking care of everything. All right? You'd be reckless. Okay? You'd be in the crowd. Like, dude, you got to come back up here because we got to continue on the set we'd end up getting kicked out of the own place that we were DJing at, to be honest, and it'd be your fault. Mike, you wouldn't show up because it was past your bedtime. Oh, that's fair. I do have kids. But I, right. probably... <laughs> I do have kids.
0: I got, um, I got nothing to that So one. what would <laughs> our name
2: be, though, know, Mike? Seriously, I don't know. What would our name be? Yeah, names? Uh, it, it's either what is the name of your – yeah, What what's the, the name of your act uh, slash what's the name of your debut album? Well,
1: huh? what's the name of the act, Mike? It'd be DJ Vito and DJ, DJ Joey. You know what? It's probably end up what it would be. Yeah, Dave.
2: Unfortunately, you you found something that we agreed. We've on. already done this. Yeah, we've already yeah. done. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So follow up question. Uh, DJ, what is it? DJ Vito and DJ Joey. Yeah, we ha- we have this, a thing uh... where you throw your V's up. Throw
1: your V's up. Yeah, no uh, one can see you.
2: That's what the crowd does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the drop happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. So, so you you hit it big, right? You'd be like. Um, Who's like a big DJ?
1: Dada Lenster Tiesto. Yeah,
2: Tiesto. Okay. So you're like the next Tiesto, right? Wow. You're playing these huge you're you're playing Vegas, you're playing um you're going on tour in Europe.
1: We have residency. You have
2: yeah. residencies, you're doing great, you hit it big. Uh who dies first from all the parties? Oh, you're kidding me.
1: This is a very easy question. John without a doubt right. would be dead before we even you sign know what? the
2: contract. That is not <laughs> true, man. 100% not
0: true, and I'll tell you why. John would be heavier drug user whoa, whoa, whoa. in our lives. I mean, and we, there,
1: what are you talking if about If we
0: right now? got big and he started making money and, like, his whole life was
1: just party. There's no way he would have people accurate.
0: to take care of his kids, and he would be pill- a, every pill-popping every Pill-popping, dude. All
1: right, all right. First off, okay. I, I, any, I really mean this. I truly believe that would happen. Anybody in our circle of friends, I'm willing to bet – This entire podcast and the amount of money that Dave won on his Oscar using his money as a bet that he would agree with me, you would hand down, be the first one to die. And it would be from
0: the the amount of that. You see, this thing is you just weren't you were very secretive,
1: which is also the sign of someone with a problem with your (laughs) ex. What are you talking about? dude? (laughs) exactly <laughs> no one knows about it from me this is the oh, all right time out okay you're talking about things from a long long like we've all been there in our younger years well
0: the, the difference is here's the thing mike just grew up fast because he's had like a long-term girlfriend since he was like 16 okay so his like chronic drug
1: abuse is 15. this is and you yeah, defending I mean, yourself. At it, this but... is how you defend yourself you you just attack me when in reality i'm just speaking the truth dude you would be on a on a bender, man. You would be like, let's let's do things. Would you change. Know what?
0: I've actually thought about this, and there's no way I would. Okay, things would change for you and you would be nuts.
1: What dude I can already tell now. First off, our lives would be like pouring champagne all over everything. I would totally do that. I would would totally do that, but I wouldn't die first. Okay, thank you for at least admitting that. I would be totally doing that, but you would be the first one to die. I'd have to come Agree to disagree. I need a wellness check on my colleague. Uh, sir, your colleague is dead in the hotel room. We found lots of white substance everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) bullshit. I mean... The amount of ecstasy you'd right, be... So Dave, well, I want to hear your opinion, so you, Dave. What so you, would you say? So
2: you guys agree on that, Off the cuff, you know? what would you oh, say? Oh, no, I'm not here to render a judgment. I'm here just to... No, you're the stir mo- all right, fine.
1: I mean, anybody's right. going to say John's going to be dead. He agrees right. with me. He just doesn't want it, to... It's not fun to agree with
0: me. So he's just not going to agree <laughs> at all, even though he does. It's more fun to agree with you and get me riled. <laughs> but that's fine.
2: The reality
1: of it is you're... It's, it's fun
2: for both of you to get both of you riled. You're back. wrong. Wait, it's, so, side note, side note. I did not win any money... From winning an Oscar, it's not how it works. Right from the I, movie,
1: from the movie, uh, from the movie. Okay,
2: but did either of you? Because I know you guys like to place a bet every once in a while. Did either of you place a bet on us winning the Oscar? Yes. And how much money did you make?
0: I bet. Oh man, I don't remember. But I put like fifty dollars in. You guys.
2: We were. We were. Favored, was,
0: yeah, it wasn't that high of an odd.
1: I haven't. So I, like oh, I, I have...
0: think I won like maybe 200 bucks. Though it was. It was. It might have been four
1: I've got a a betting problem and I reached out to you and I asked if you had any inside information. I bet both BAFTA and Oscars. I mean, you said go with the odds. You were just neutral because you didn't want to jinx yourself. But I, after you had won the BAFTA, I doubled down and I did hit on the Oscars. The odds weren't that good because I guess it was, you know, looking good after the, after the BAFTAs. Right. But I'm a betting man. So there's no doubt in my mind. I made the bet. John's probably lying. I don't think he did it. Actually, make a bet. No, I did for sure. I, I don't of think course. you did. I sent you the receipt. You didn't. You sent me the receipt that right. you're lying. I got a well, receipt he right here you. that says John is bullshitting right now. He
2: did not place a bet. Well, if John's going I did not. If John's, I did not intend this to become a, no, it's fine. Uh, point of contention. If John's going to place a bet, he
1: asks me 17 times what I'm actually betting. Why would I ask you about a bet for the movies? You have even saw the movie, probably. First off, I've seen the so, movie. Secondly, oh, I'm yeah, sure. that's
2: another question. First off... Uh, that that just came up. I saw, multiple saw it multiple times, and yes. I bought you it, have it on not Amazon. seen the movie, Mike?
1: Come on. I have not... You never saw the movie. I have, that's <laughs> all you need to know. That, like... Golf. <laughs> That's amazing. That is not true. I have not seen the movie. What all, again, back to
0: the, what a horrible friend, friend of opportunity. I have not seen well, the movie. I saw the movie. He's sitting there interviewing the guy.
1: How much? He didn't even do research on this. I've, How
2: have you not seen the I movie? I have seen the
1: movie. I have not watched it in its entirety from beginning to end because of my life circumstances. <laughs> I know. Uh, by the way, everybody, I know that you can't see, but we're on a Google Hangouts. so we can watch everybody. And Dave, I think, is legitimately a friend. I'm not. I've watched <laughs> the movie. I have not watched it from beginning to end because I've got. It's very difficult to do with... It's only been out for how many years? I mean...
2: <laughs> yeah, and you can watch it in like 15-minute increments. That's, but why don't that's you just have what I'm saying. I have
1: watched the movie, just not in its full entirety from beginning to end. I just said that.
2: Yeah, that's okay. Okay, I buy it. okay like, oh, in one session, but you have seen I have not
1: entire... watched the movie in one sitting, correct? What happens at oh, the end? Okay. What
2: happens at the end?
1: It, the movie's over. Right? It's a very big <laughs> moment. It's a very big moment at the end. I haven't gotten to that increment yet.
0: My oh, my
1: God. God. <laughs> oh, man. He is unbelievable,
2: I'm glad we're on Google Hangouts because if we weren't, Mike would be Wikipediaing the movie very quickly, <laughs> reading the, the plot synopsis. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, could, yeah, I can
1: still do You're that. Unbelievable! Wow. Right. Increments. I've seen uh, it in increments, but I won yeah, money. on I won the, money on the next movie. one. Talk
2: so floundering right now. Yeah, there's flop sweat coming off his forehead. Listen, <laughs> uh, I've seen
1: it. What happens is it's ended with a tribute to the anti-fascist counter-protester Heather Heyer.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, do that again. Try to make it like you're not. Yeah. You
0: <laughs> glo- by the way, the glow of your cell phone why you're looking it up. <laughs> uh,
1: that's what happens. Oh my God. That's at the very end, uh, that's at the very, very end. That's like- Yeah, uh,
2: sure, okay. sure, sure. All right,
1: uh,
2: all right. Next question. Um, all right, what's good? All right, all right, we'll, we'll stay in that theme. I was gonna ask actually what, uh, if a movie was made of your life who would play you, but you guys covered that. Mm. Um, if a movie was made of your life, uh, what type of movie would it be? Like what genre would it be? Oh my God.
1: Is it our lives together?
2: No, I, I'd say individually. Okay. Go ahead, John. Well, you know what? We like to do it like this. I'll talk about right, what fine. kind
0: of movie it would be if it was Mike. And uh, Mike oh, will talk about. What yeah, actually, is.
1: I'm going to go first. This is a true story. John's life is a horror movie. Being his friend is a horror movie. So it'd be a horror. Just horrific. He's a horror fan. He likes horror movies. But in reality, it'd be like a dramatic horror. And uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm going to go with a debate, bigger that
0: well uh, I mean I do love horror movies uh, Mike's movie would be like a very serious coming of age melodrama oh my god you know? <laughs> he's all stressed out and, uh, you know there's a lot of like him alone like in his car driving to work and you know he would kind of just have these uh, big moments and he would kind of have flashbacks of his past when he was you know uh, yeah. drug addicted no, these- uh, teen <sighs> True story, so there's like tinges hint- of truth in this. And uh, it kind of ends like uh, Boyhood did, where he's just like Why, sitting, why do you
1: have this so well cliff. thought out, like you've thought about this? Before. He's <laughs> sitting
0: on a cliff with his uh, now-grown children, and they, uh, they say, uh, what happens next, Dad?" And he smiles with the sun gleaming upon him and says, I just
1: don't know. And, and, then, <laughs> and uh, that's the end. And then it ends nice. with a tribute to an anti-fascist counter-protester, Heather Hare. <laughs> Oh my then, okay
2: so mike's movie would be directed written and directed by Richard Linklater later. Uh, see I, i'm yeah. actually a big <laughs> fan of those coming to age
1: movies i do oh, like sure. those what's the one uh, it's the classic one that's uh you know hey uh i'm forgetting the I name don't, of it there's a lot of them the one with the guy goes Forrest Gump? no man no it'll come to me it'll come to did me. you watch
2: this one in in multiple increments
1: i watch most movies in multiple increments but um, except for trolls to the world music
2: tour or whatever
1: um, he watches that one in it, full it also watching increments due to attention spans of children but yes
2: yeah uh, Yeah. you shouldn't show your children uh, black linesmen I will say that um, <laughs> okay next question alright this is a specific hypothetical I've got one for John and one for Mike so we'll start with Ooh. Uh, I'll start with John okay you're at your uh, you're at your house. It's like a Sunday night, right?
1: Okay.
2: And
1: days and confused. By oh, the I'll way, see. that's the movie I'm talking about.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good one. Uh. Okay. Um. Okay, so John, you are. Wait, that... days and confused. By the way,
0: <laughs>
2: Richard Laylater. Richard Yeah, it's oh, really funny.
1: It's
0: what it's right.
2: really funny. He said that's has to who that's
0: days and confused. Is directed by the guy that we said is gonna direct your life
1: oh yeah look he's he, i love that movie it's a great movie all
2: right well, <laughs> great great okay you you watched that one cool does he make um, those that's
1: just like his genre thing that he does that's his thing yeah. that's his yeah. thing yeah
2: definitely all right so john you're home sunday night there's a frantic knocking at the door go to the door open it it's mike He's all freaked out. You're like, what's wrong? He's like, just come to my car. Oh, boy. your car. He he opens his trunk. There's a body, dead body. (laughs) And Mike's like, listen, dude, you got to help me out. Uh, This guy, it was self-defense, but I don't want to call the cops because it just looks suspicious. You got to help me. Hide the body. What do Uh, you do?
1: I can tell you, John's already accusing me of murder. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, you
0: know, he's a good friend, but... I, I don't. I'd be like Mike. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. I,
1: <laughs> yeah, you're
0: not coming in the house. You might have to call the cops. I'm not getting. I'm not getting the route for this. You know. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna treat Mike the way he would treat me. And the way Mike would treat me was he wouldn't even open the door oh, yeah. if I was.
1: I'd mean, be like, dude, you. First off, why didn't you? Mike call? would be like, me? I have kids. Get the hell out of here. Why
0: didn't you call me? Yeah. You, call you me? would call the cops on me. I would at least give him the opportunity to turn himself in. <laughs> like Thanks, man. Mike would be calling the cops on me. I probably did it. I don't know. He woke up my kids. I have two kids. I have work tomorrow. I'd be more upset get that you did this yeah.
1: Why didn't you call me? What are you doing here? Like, dude, you're not coming in here, mainly because of coronavirus right now. Like, I'm not
2: getting in the car yeah. with you. Okay, uh, this is post COVID, by the way. These hypotheticals, yeah. all post COVID. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, I, I would, I would console my friend, but I would try to convince my friend to turn himself in.
1: I would, I, I would do any of those things. I'd be like, dude, get the hell out of here. No. Like, what?
0: Oh, oh no, Mike. Mike is, 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 is self-righteous. I mean, like whatever just furthers him, his own well being, you know, so helping a friend, even after a horrible right. accident, which goes back like, no, I...
1: to our first uh, podcast where who is more likely to kill somebody would be you. And that's, you know, it all ties together now. Right, right. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> so Mike, you and uh, you and John, you meet up for lunch. Uh, one day.
1: Unlikely. Cause I've asked him to do this before, but okay. Again, post COVID. No, no, like he lives an hour and ten minutes. First of life, off, what talking about? And I don't want to. Why you set that. this up? All right. I, am gonna is, cut you off because this, this is a hot button for me. John and I both work in New York City, and I've asked him to go to lunch multiple times. However, okay. every time we've tried to go to lunch, he's either been sick or something came up, and it's like, dude, the amount of times that we've tried to plan this, I get it, man. You don't want to do lunch. You're a busy guy. Just, just tell me. I
0: I basically uh, I I don't even make excuses. I just go, dude, uh, oh, you buy yeah. the.
1: I've, am... <laughs> I've been willing to come right. to you. I've been trying to come to you. I've been willing to come to you. You got time nothing. Out. Right?
2: Time out. I I did not expect that this part of the hypothetical was going to oh, be the one. It's a
1: hot one. That's <laughs>
2: unlikely. It's a hot button. I, I've been
1: willing to come to him. I just want to see my buddy out in New York. Okay.
2: State. All right, but you could see a a, a time that you actually did meet up for lunch at some point. I'm already shot out of the realm of possible. at this point I'm
1: already shocked okay it's
2: not the unrealistic part of this scenario but okay let's just go with it you, you finish lunch you're walking John points to Bank of America you guys are passing Bank of America you're, he's like uh oh before you know we get go back to you know our wherever uh you mind if I just like make a quick deposit and you're like fine all right you go in I
1: question it I why say, can't you do that later but yeah
2: okay right right but it's just the <laughs> momentum he's like it'll be really quick I'll just use like the ATM thing. As he's walking in, he's putting on a mask and he's giving you something, a couple of items, and you look down and it's a gun and a mask and he's got a gun and he's suddenly, he's robbing this bank and you're standing there holding a mask and a gun. Uh, What do you do?
1: I'd be speechless. I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? I'd be in utter panic. I'd be sweating. I'd probably rip it off and I'd be like, I'd be screaming, flagging down somebody saying, this guy's trying to rob a bank right now. i got nothing to do with this. Yeah. I'd throw him immediately right under the bus, if I'm being completely honest with you. I'd be like, dude, we went to lunch. I knew something was up because he agreed for the first time ever. And yeah, I mean, this guy's doing it. I don't know what he's doing. I got nothing to do with it. And somehow, this is what happened. Yeah, I might say somehow
0: I'll get shot in this scenario. No, exactly. Right? I, I would Because be, what he wouldn't have done is put the gun back. So you'd be flailing. <laughs> <Like, "What's laughs> this? this gun that I'm holding, what's <laughs> gonna do with it? No, no, you don't uh, get I, it, guys. You don't get it. I, I'll turn him in. I'll be your star witness. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I,
1: I would end up be the one getting in trouble when I was just trying to be helping. And then now the uh, real question
0: is, Dave, who would be more likely to do that? And the honest answer is, Mike would definitely be
1: more likely to rob a bank.
0: He's actually, you've actually said things like, when "You rob a bank; it's, it's not even that
1: hard. People do it all Seven- the time in America." The reality of it is, it's actually. I've had thought about this. It's seven See? years in jail. He is way more like. I've watched documentaries. Them. I've watched documentaries on this. People who rob. But the he's bank, also get in. more likely
0: to turn me in if I want to.
1: Well, here's the deal. You get in there, you rob that bank, you get out, and you do it smooth. You hide the money immediately in a very good place. You do your seven years, and you come back and get that money.
2: Oh wait, wait! Part of your plan is is going to prison.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually, seven I, I, years. <laughs>
2: Why not try to plan it so you don't get caught? That's the best way. To How do. you
1: have to plan to expect to do the time. There's there is habitual bank robbers in history who have done this, who do the time and come back and just you know live off of that money.
2: They don't ask them to like return the money as part of
1: like. They, they never found it. It was TV never found. Yeah. There's a movie written about this. He hit the diamonds. I don't know. You guys are the writers. Uh, sounds like a Nicholas Cage I, movie. Well. Oh, like it's probably uh, what is it like? Kind of like The Rock. He hid all the evidence. The movie The Rock, but it wasn't money. But he hid like really, really good stuff for years.
2: Did you watch that movie in increments?
1: The Rock is one of my favorite movies. I've watched it in its totality several times.
2: He <laughs> yeah, actually the other day was like, "Should I watch The Rock again, or should I watch my
1: one of my best friends' movies, Black Matter, It's not like, true. Yeah, The Rock again. None of that is true. So if listen, guys. If I had guys, the option, I'd be watching. Uh, I'd probably watch The Rock.
0: I don't want to take up any more of <laughs> Dave's time here.
1: Um Dave,
0: thank you so much for being our first guest ever on this show. Indeed. Dave. Yeah. We hope that as we uh develop maybe, maybe you'll be a returning uh returning guest,
2: you know? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 see. So what we learned is that neither of you would help uh aid in abet the other one in a felony. <laughs> uh, no. <Nope>. True. Uh, <laughs> accurate. I think that Yeah, I think that's good to know uh, about your relationship.
0: Yeah, we're we're, we're assholes to each other, but we're also not criminals. And um, I think really, maybe my feelings would have been different on Mike on those questions if I thought that he would try to help
1: me out, but I know Mike and it would be totally one-sided. The reality of that question is I would have been so irritated that you had to stop at the bank. i would probably been like, dude, just go because I'm not getting with it, I'm going the other way. I wouldn't have been involved.
0: It would have been a sight to see, let's say, that, the uh, discussion. Just help me around this, man.
1: No,
2: man,
0: no. Hey, are you kidding me? I have two kids. You want to see pictures? <laughs> <laughs>
2: By the way, a good alternate title for the podcast, Assholes to Each Other but Not Criminals.
1: <laughs> oh, I like that. That, could be, that could be the that subtitle. Might be taken.
2: That might already be
1: taken. Subtitle, Bickering <laughs> subtitle. Brothers, Assholes to Each Other but Not Criminals. So, um, anyways, everybody listening out there,
0: uh, check this podcast out. Well, I hope you already did, but continue listening. Um, we're going to try to bring you some more guests. And I think we're starting to get a format here. Uh, sure. Yeah. Call you a format. Know, uh, Let us know because uh, most of you know us. So just, uh, you know, let us know what you thought of uh, this format style. And uh, we'll be back in a week with uh, maybe another guest. Hey, maybe Dave's counterpart, Charlie, will come on and we can uh, ask him some questions and get some more dirt. Uh, all jokes aside, on, uh, all jokes on aside, night of the Oscars.
1: <laughs> all jokes aside, Dave, thank you for your time. We Congratulations on all of your success. You really need to like take a shower or something because it feels like you haven't in a while, and I hope you're doing okay. But best of luck to you, and I hope to see you soon. And uh, I miss you, bud.
2: No problem, and good to see you guys, and I'll take a shower whenever I want. You got it.
1: And um,
0: I, I already don't remember what our sign-off is, so uh, let's uh, try a couple different things. Uh,
1: so see today,
0: yeah, today it's a uh, we are the bickering brothers. We
1: will see you. Put your V's, next up. Week. Put your V's up. Put your V's up. Put your V's up.